Hillary. Hillary is back, and she found something in the woods. We'll share that with you. Rosie O'Donnell wades into the Virginia politics. That'd be fun. And what? What is the Freedom Caucus? That is next. It's a caucus for freedom. It's a caucus. A caucus. That's a great word, by the way. Caucus. I used to think a caucus was a thing that where a worm spun something around him and turned into a butterfly. That's a... It should be a caucus. It's a cocoon. Virginia citizens and American patriots, radio is the founding fathers intended. My name is Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this uh, (laughs) rainy, caucusy Friday afternoon. It's uh, a bit ugly out there. Watch out for the puddles on 95. I was coming down 95 on my way here. here These giant puddles almost Uh, stopped in your track. Yeah, well. Yeah, you can't see them because they just look like part of the road. All right, coming up at 5 o'clock. Here we go. Chesterfield. Oh, brother, here we go. Chesterfield's chairman return favor. is accused of being, I guess, a racist for certain comments. We'll share that with you at 5 and 4 o'clock. Why are Republicans so cruel to the poor? You said mean Republicans. Republicans. Terribly mean and nasty. All right, 454-1366. 454-1366. Get you, you in touch with now? the Lee Brothers. Perfect. I could hear you before. Are you okay just, over there? I just had... Uh, Someone monitoring the mic levels tell mm-hmm. me that my microphone is way too maybe low. Maybe because you're whispering. Way too low. I wasn't whispering. Okay, that's better. I can hear you. Now, when you're yeah, yelling at me, I can hear you better. The Freedom Caucus is under attack. Ever I guess donuts bounce it, off your forehead? Would you like to? Anybody who supports freedom nowadays is under attack. Have you noticed that? And by the way, we can't even agree what freedom is anymore. The idea that the federal government should be somehow limited in scope is no longer acceptable. I mean, we'd rather have a government that promises everything and limits our freedom than to give us everything with some t- sort of fake utopia uh, promised by government. Instead, you have, um, you have this, this wish and desire for more government. This is the argument we have today, is we have this argument about the level of government. And now the Freedom Caucus, which was invented to expand freedom and liberty, is now under attack by their own president. That makes sense since it's called the Freedom Caucus. Right. The, the name you the name that fits. out by yourself. The name fits. Did someone help you? Donald right. Trump says the Freedom Caucus will hurt the entire Republican agenda if they don't get on the team. And fast, we must fight them and the Democrats. So Trump is... Hard to believe anything with the name Freedom in it could hurt something. Right. But now it's in line with Democrats. Trump is fighting them both. So who are these guys? What were they invented for? What's the purpose? The origins of this of this cockeye or caucus. And why are there why are there so many caucuses? I like cockeye better than cockeye. Cockeye. Why are there so many caucuses? You got the black congressional caucus. I wonder if that's where the word cockeye came from. Can you be a part of the black caucus if you're not black? Are there any white people in the black congressional caucus? Does anyone know that? Somebody Google that. I don't. Give, us, give an answer. 454-1366 you know the answer to that. I'm not sure if I want I don't to. think so because that wouldn't be. It wouldn't th- make sense. Th- it wouldn't make sense. There's not a white caucus. There's not an Asian well, you caucus. You can't have or, a white caucus because that would be racist. Right. Black caucus isn't. Right. And why is it the black well, actually, caucus? Actually, it's incredibly racist. Right. Are there any. any, here, any here's another question for the black caucus. Are there any, any Republican, black Republicans in the caucus? I don't know. Is it just liberal black caucus? I think it is. 
It's the liberal black caucus. It's not the black caucus. But there's caucuses everywhere. So now you have this freedom caucus. I don't even like that word, caucus. No, it's a horrible word. It sounds like a sore on the bottom of your foot or something. <laughs> <laughs> so here's who's in it. They I'm have only a, tell a, you, uh, cream only, for it. Only, there's it's a called cream, a salve. There, there, I don't like that word either. There's a cream I gotta for caucus. i got to get some salve to put on my caucus. The, the, free, <laughs> the freedom caucus needs a cream. David Brad is obviously <laughs> part of the uh, freedom caucus. Tom Garrett. Who is the uh, is a congressman here from uh, District Five? I believe is a uh, part of the, a member, and Morgan Griffith is a member here in Virginia. So we have three people in in Virginia uh, in our congressional districts that are part of the Freedom Caucus that Trump is now maligned, made fun of, and compared to Democrats. The reason this is even interesting to me is because I fear that we are going down a path that uh, will not get us a repeal of Obamacare. It's not going to happen, folks. Uh, the, we're, we're not going to have a repeal of Obamacare. When they put Obamacare in place, they put it in place in a manner where you could never fully undo it. Well, I mean, the reason why is because what Reagan said, a government program is the closest thing you're going to get to eternity on earth. It never goes away. And now we have people. Not fully, not fully. Now you're going to have people who are dependent on Obamacare. And the left and the Democrats and Chris Wallace at Fox News Sunday are going to make sure you know about it. Jim Jordan was interviewed by Chris Wallace this week. He's a member of the Freedom Caucus, and he was pinned down on a repeal, what it would really mean. Let's talk about this question of clean repeal. If you had done that, and you could have done it, under reconciliation, there'd be no... And we did it 15 months ago, Chris. There would be no subsidies to help people buy insurance or pay for their premiums or deductibles. Hang on a second. Why should there be? Somebody tell me why there should be your neighbor helping you with your insurance. Tell me why. Tell me why Obamacare instituted this plan that said, oh, all this new, this is going to be a new government program instituted by your neighbors to help you subsidize the cost of your health care. And now. Well, you, you know, before Obamacare ever came into play, that they, they said it had to be, they had to do this because there were so many people who had zero access to health care. And that was totally untrue. They, there are hospitals that would see you, whether you'd ever worked before in your life, whether you had any insurance at all, you could get health care right. in this country. It, it, it existed. Now we're being told yeah. that if we repeal this, what's going to happen? We're going to have everything go away. Be There's, no subsidies no. to help people buy insurance or pay for their premiums or deductibles. There would be no expanded Medicaid. Let me finish. There'd be no expanded <laughs> Medicaid to help those people. The result of a clean repeal is that millions of people who currently have health insurance coverage wouldn't. No, the result of a clean repeal is we get rid of Obamacare. Right, but we, that has the subsidies and has the expanded Medicaid. And it was Medicaid. a two-year two year wind down, and then you replace it with things that are going to bring back affordable insurance. So we'll never get rid of it. The we'll subsidi- never get rid of it. What they call subsidies, helping you pay for it, they're really not subsidies. I mean, they help you pay for it. They tax you on that income. You... Uh, it's, it's counted if you start making more money, they take it back or make you pay it back. If you lose your job, they make you pay it back. Did you know that? They make you pay 100% of the premium back to them. It was a far better program long before Obamacare ever came along. And you say, should there be subsidies? There's always going to be a government program to help those less fortunate Get health care. That's always going to exist, Obama. and it should exist. Uh, no, it shouldn't. Yes, it should. No, it should not. 
Why should it exist? Why you should have, a subsidy exist? So you exist? have an, a handicapped individual, and they've got no family, no one to help them. So the federal government should do that, or the state government? The government should help. Those. Which, which level, state or federal? I, you know what? It Local. Matters. I don't care. Yes, exactly. The county guy, the state guy, the federal guy, somebody should help those people. How you about, are a heartless ogre. Uh, no, I am not. I'm You're call missing you the point. Shrek. You're missing the point. You're Shrek. Well, you Shrek's got a heart. You don't, you know, not even Shrek. You'll just be like, sure, because there's no wreck to it. I mean, uh, my, actually, my you're heart, not even a full Shrek. My heart is bigger than yours. Really? It is. It's much bigger. Yeah. Because what I want to help people is much more reasonable and gets more money to the people that can help them. The idea that Obamacare will never go away is exactly this reason and what we're arguing about. Because now someone has a government handout and they're never going to let it go out of their hands obamacare is here forever more clips from chris wallace and jim jordan next coming up and your phone calls 454-1366 454-1366 lee brothers 820 wntw 10 minutes that's it 10 minutes and a black sharpie budget crisis solved the lee brothers problem solvers on 820 wntw I guess I'm not at risk of being elected anything with my heartless ogre stance, huh? That's right. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, they don't uh, elect uh, heartless ogres. 454-1366. 454-1366. Um, Jim Jordan, Chris Wallace met this week on uh, Fox News Sunday. Chris Wallace talking right off the Democrat talking points. If you repeal Obamacare, all these people are going to essentially die. I mean, we'll never get rid of this boondoggle. Except to play that next clip. It's not coming. Did you hear it? Can't. Would you agree that clean repeal would have left millions, just clean repeal would have left millions of people without health insurance? Do you hear that? A plain repeal would leave millions without health insurance. So it's not going to be repealed. We can't repeal it. In other words, the only way we can repeal it is that we take millions of people, put them back on a government program, then repeal Obamacare. According to Chris Matthew or Chris Wallace here and every other Democrat leftist. Is that is, is this what is going to happen now? If we went Reagan's back. Reagan's right. Reagan's right. That the only thing, closest thing to eternity is a government program. And we've talked about this when Obamacare was passed. It's a it's a problem. We went back to the way it was. Prior to Obamacare being passed, which they had to pass it before they could read it, if you remember correctly, it would be a far better program. Rates would be lower today. People would be paying less for health care. And those who didn't have it, who needed health care, could get it just like they could back then. Did the American people get stupid overnight where they can't get control of their own health care? Now they need a government to make sure they do that. Chris Wallace goes on here to talk about it. So you want people who have pre-existing conditions to no longer have protection. Listen to that. Listen to the premise. Listen to the premise. Oh, so what you want, you Republicans, you want people with pre-existing conditions not have any protections. Listen to the premise. The thing is, the pre-existing conditions, even under Obamacare, if you have a pre-existing condition, the insurance company will take you. You pay more premium. You pay more for it. It's unbelievable. But they'll take you. And guess what? Back before Obamacare was signed into law, the same rules applied. If you had a pre-existing condition, an insurance company would take you, but you had to pay more for it. So you want people who have pre-existing conditions to no longer have protection. Meaning? One of the things that you guys wanted was to... Wait, wait. You wanted them to remove the 
the provision that would protect people would require insurance companies to insure people with pre-existing conditions. We to remove that, the regulations. This guy's getting fired up, the, isn't he? It's, it's unbelievable. So, Chris, Chris Wallace you're evil. is pointing out the fact that we will never, ever get rail of a government program. This is why we were against Obamacare in the beginning. I knew this. People on the government handout aren't going to give up easily. Terrence in South Carolina. You're on 820 WNTW Hello? with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the program. Hey, good afternoon. How are you gentlemen doing today? Great. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. Two things. Uh, I'm a licensed insurance agent. Also, I'm a black man. I don't like the word African-American. I'll tell you in a minute why. But you asked the question about the black caucus. Why is there a black caucus? Um, I would ask you one simple question. Why is there a Virginia State University? I, I, I'm hoping you can answer that question. Is that a legitimate Well, the reason, why, the reason why there's a Virginia State University, and I think you know the answer, is because, you know, people who look like me, who were black like me, couldn't attend UVA and all the other schools. That were that. Now, you may say times have changed, but you have a black, uh, a black caucus so that you can fight for certain agendas, because even if you, what agenda? you are in Congress, let me finish, uh, uh, and even if you are in Congress, it's still a predominantly white establishment. Give me a black and agenda. Secondly, I'm sorry, no, not for black agenda. It's for people who have um, different ideas. What? Give me a different. I'm give me a black idea. Uh, uh, no, I, I didn't say black idea. I said different you, ideas. You said the black different congressional caucus exists for black issues. Give me one. Equality for for black folks, like uh, white folks. White That's people aren't for equality. I'm sorry? So the people inside the Black Congressional Caucus are only the ones for equality? No, 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 no. They're the voice for certain people who don't have it. But I'm not saying, listen to me, I'm not saying that um, everything that they do or stand for is always um, copacetic. All I'm saying is that that's why you have it. And secondly, the Obamacare thing, I'm against Obamacare. What? Why are you against it? Because I'm, two reasons. One, I'm a licensed insurance agent, and I understand it. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> and secondly, and secondly, I'm a. I, I, this may be you, you. You may think I'm mean, but I'm going to tell you this. I'm a vegan, and I believe a lot of things can be reversed by the way you eat. A lot of people eat anything, and they just. I've never seen. I grew up in Boston, and I've never seen such a large concentration of diabetes. Uh, high blood pressure in the well, south. That's not mean. People I mean, you have a different view on food. That's not mean. That doesn't yeah, mean you're, you're That's necessary. what I'm saying. People have to change how they eat. You oh, okay, know, well, I took your eat. opinion. I, I mean, I had a great burger on for left, lunch, but... I mean, I'm a diabetic with high blood pressure, and I had a great burger for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> unless, if you're born, unless if you're born with certain things that you cannot help. Um, but I think there's a different way, but Obamacare is, is not. I just didn't like it. And I'll tell I you think something, we agree. by the way. Terrence, I think I'll we tell agree. you something, by the way, just okay. before I leave. My wife, uh, I'm not a Democrat, but my wife, uh, <laughs> she is a, 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 a Democrat. She will vote Obama, Hillary Clinton, anybody like my mother. Anybody that was Democratic, they'll vote. And I don't believe that. I believe you. You shouldn't always vote Democrat or Republican. You should vote who the best candidate who can and, and, help and Ter- the agenda that Terrence, you have. Terrence, and I actually agree yes. with you on that. That's the way you should vote. Sorry we have to take a break here. I think we agree on some things, and 
and disagree on others. Great call. Appreciate it. 454-1366, Lee Brothers, 820, WNTW. You may try all you want, but it's too hard to argue with common sense. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. It's a little concerned here. I mean, if the Freedom Caucus is now the enemy, then, wow, what just happened to the entire debate? Trump has now labeled the Freedom Caucus as someone that must be beaten back. Uh, where does it leave the repeal of Obamacare? Quite honestly, I don't think it's going to happen. And that's too bad because freedom and liberty should come first. And Obamacare is a albatross around the neck of America's economic system and your good quality health care. You, you, we've already removed every aspect of you talking to your doctor one-on-one about how to pay for things. It's gone. Those days are over. They say Trump is doing a lot things he promised, but uh, the media is not reporting them. Right. Well, he I'd like to see the list. All right, check us out at, at uh, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Three great videos there. Socialism isn't really that bad. Truth on <laughs> trade. The truth on trade. And students signed a petition to ban professors who voted for Trump. Those videos at 820theanswer.com. Ban them from what? T- from Everything? Teaching. Life? From, yeah, exactly. Teaching? Exactly. 820theanswer.com. Click on the caricature of the only two-headed talk show in Richmond. All right, coming up, Hillary Clinton walked into woods. She found something. Wait till you hear what she found. We got that clear. It wasn't stuck on the bottom of her shoe. Live from the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. Richmond's example of radio as the founding fathers intended. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Wow. Everybody's emailing us wanting to know what Hillary found in the woods. I mean, seriously, we got all these emails from people go. It's still out at the lab. They're trying to figure out what it is. They're, they're talking about Sasquatch and Bill Clinton with an animal. I mean, all kinds of stuff. 454-1366. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and brother. Sitting, sitting to his left, left sometimes as far, far left. Is Richard Lee. Jeez Louise. All right, so uh, Hillary came out of the woods. Now, this is her own words, by the way. She said she was in the woods. She's been in the woods, and now she came out. <laughs> and she found uh, a microphone shortly uh, nearby. And it's apparently a crowd full of women because she goes into this mantra about how men, since she's been gone, are on the attack. Photos have been making the rounds on social media showing groups of men in Washington making decisions about women's health. Photos. Photos of men yeah, making decisions about women's health. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Just the that's whole so, that's so pathetic. It is pathetic. Anyway, she didn't stop there. She continued. Now we're laughing. Decisions to strip away coverage for pregnancy and maternity care. Not true. It's going to strip away coverage from, how you say, me. You, you don't need It's going to take care? maternity care away from me. And I'm upset about that. Because one exactly of some, right. by some Hillary is a fluke, this is, I get pregnant. You see how this, see how the left That's, does this? I mean, oh, yeah. They oh, say, yeah. oh, they're in a room. These men, these men are in a room and they're making decisions about maternity leave for women. No, they're not. You, she should stay in the woods. Anyway. She's just stirring the pot. Here she goes. She's decisions a witch. to strip away coverage for pregnancy and maternity care. Nope. 
Not or true. limit access to reproductive health care around the globe. All right, stop right there. Hang Not on a second. True. Do you know what that is? You know what she's referring to? Limited now? access to reproductive care around, around the, the globe? globe? Yes. The entire planet. She's referring to the um, Hyde Amendment, which simply said you, we're not going to fund abortions in other countries. So we stopped that. We stopped funding abortions in other countries. That is reproductive health for women on the globe. The globe. She's com- Anyway, continue, please, Hillary. We shake our heads and think, how could they not have invited any women to the table? Men are on the attack. Well, a provocative opinion piece in the New York Times this week argues that it may not be an oversight at all, but an intentional signal. Men. Don't worry. The men are in charge of everything. It's a declaration of war. Twice as hard, not for the sake of politics. Oh, no. because, because you're weak because and these feeble. Are bad policies that will hurt people and take our country in the wrong direction. Oh, my gosh. You have terrible. to fight that twice as hard because you're weak and feeble, and you have no That's brain. Word, you have no brain. You feeble, feeble. witch. That's a phenomenal word. Feeble. I like it. It describes Hillary to a T. Men are in charge. Where does this? Where does get over it? (laughs) (laughs) And here's the truth: men aren't in charge. No, they're not in charge. Are you kidding? World, there's no men in charge. You go on tonight and walk in and say, "Honey, I'm in charge." (laughs) That's right. And when you wake up on the floor (laughs) with a frying pan dent in the side of your head, you can say, "I was." Where does she come up with this idea that somehow men? There's pictures everywhere. I like how she started that thing out. There's pictures. I've seen pictures. We hired a private detective. Photos have been making the rounds on social (laughs) media. Photos Photos have been making the rounds. People have been putting them on social media. They've been meeting in dark alleyways saying, here, photos of men men being in charge. About women's health. Taking health away from the weak and feeble. Thank God she's not president. Anyway, here's what she said when she came out of the woods. Listen Listen to what she discovered in the woods. You know, there's a little mantra I've been repeating to myself lately. Mantra. Keyword man. Hang on. I thought it was mantra. She said mantra. Is it mantra or mantra? I think it's mantra. But she said mantra because she's got a man man. on her brain. All right. Let's continue. I think we can hit the. You know, there's a little mantra I've been repeating to myself lately. Mantra. It's a little silly. Yes, you are. The kind of thing that pops into your head when you take a lot of long walks in the woods. I think something popped in your head. Right, here we go. Here's what she found in the woods. Everyone laughed. But as I think about the outpouring of activism we're seeing, despite all the noise and the nonsense, they're nut jobs. Four words keep coming back to me. Nut jobs. Resist, insist, persist, enlist. Now is the time to demand the progress we want. To- she found that I like that. Resist, insist, persist, Enlist, I got a cyst on part of my body I don't want to talk about. And she gave it to me. Resist, insist, persist, enlist. She found that in the woods. Who's walking in the woods going, okay, this just came to me. I'm thinking about resist, persist, She needs to go back to the woods because that's not very creative. That's horrible. She came with the word resist. Oh, I've got to think of some words that rhyme. She stayed in the woods for months. Persist, enlist. <laughs> they got a rhyme. The left is amazing. They find all their little themes, stay out of the bushes, that all of them rhyme. It's amazing what the left comes up with when they're spending time in the woods. I wonder if they all go to the woods. Walter, you're on 820 WNTW with Lee Brothers. Welcome to the program. Um, 
Uh, hello, um, Lee Brothers. Um, it's, 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 it's amazing how, how crazy. No wonder she lost. I mean, it's not the Russians. I mean, Hang on a second. Hang on. The right man listening to that, they would have to know that she couldn't win anything. But anyway, on health care, um, the Freedom Caucus, they should not be attacked because if you're not going to remove a 16% of um, Obamacare, and you know maybe, maybe you're tying the sky with the other two stages, but I, I really feel that if they got what they got, they wouldn't even revisit it again. And so the, the, the Freedom Caucus people would be stuck with that. And then they would say, well, they didn't keep their promise. No, you're right. You're exactly and so right. And the, so the administration, what they did with the the, the, oh, the Ryans and the, um, and the other ones, like um, – the one from Kentucky, what they did was they set up a bill that they knew they couldn't they couldn't vote for because they represent their constituents and they they're really like the backbone of the Republican Party. They don't bend. They're right. like steel, and they knew You're that the if you Caucus. only repeal sixteen point six percent of this thing, that that it, it was going to be all over. They weren't going to do it. So either way they went, if they voted for it, they would get the, they would get it with their constituents. If they didn't vote for, vote for it, the moderates, the, well, I call them liberals, because really what it is is a Republican liberal. And liberals bought us this mess in the first place. So in you, and the thing about black people voting for Democrats, I have a joke. And if Hitler ran as a Democrat, they would vote for him. And, and there's a reason. I'm not being crazy about this, because the reason is, is he, he wanted national health care. And it ended up with a Holocaust. Now, and it's not that far-fetched because of the fact that if you read Obamacare, you'll find out that they backed euthanasia. And euthanasia was right. the, the beginning of sure. of the Holocaust situation. Yeah, Walter, and I so would, what you, yeah, I, I, And I, then you got the baby-killing deal with the um, abortion thing in, in Obamacare, too. So, we admit, so, so Walter, I'm going to agree with you 100%. I mean, Obamacare is a mess. We know that. It and, is a and, mess. And the good but, news but is... But it better go away. Because it's a it, dangerous thing. Well, my fear is it, it won't go away. Thanks for the call. It won't go away because of the things we mentioned in the first half of the hour. People are now on this government take, this government dole, and and it's going to be very difficult to repeal. I I'm uh, going to crush people. It's going to crush financially um, in the not too distant future. If it's not crushing you already, it's going to right. I think uh, the Freedom Caucus has made a good stand here. I just wish Trump would recognize that they're the ticket to making this thing work right, not the problem. All right, coming up, more of your phone calls. And um, this idea that Rosie O'Donnell has now waded into Virginia politics. I well, thought she was leaving the country. She was supposed to. No kidding. Have, she was supposed around. to leave with uh, Whoopi and just Miley out. Cyrus and several other wackos. How much better would our country be if they left? 454-1366. 454-1366. Could be an act of war to let them move to another country, though. I mean, <laughs> Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. The Lee Brothers fighting for liberalism. Oh, fighting liberalism. Sorry, guys. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Testing, testing, testing. Just, I'm just playing with the microphone here. North Carolina restaurant is uh, banning children under five. <laughs> Mooresville, North Carolina has... Uh, so much for the kids' menu. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need one. Uh, Do you have a kids' menu? Uh, no. Caruso no. is an upscaled Italian restaurant in Mooresville, North Carolina, has adopted the policy after the owner said too many crying, screaming, misbehaving children have brought complaints from customers. Maybe they shouldn't feed the kids spicy food. 
Just throwing it out there. It's about, uh, this is about 30 miles north of Charlotte. Mother of six said she and her family left after the waitress were rude. Another person said Caruso's uh, Facebook page that the limit should be 10 years old. One man said the decision means I will not, I will now go out of my way to try this restaurant. Now, would you, would you, you know, you have kids, I have kids. Would you go there if you heard this restaurant, um, no, this restaurant know. doesn't allow you to bring your kids here anymore. You can't do it. Um, well, it depends on so what. So would you and your wife on a date night maybe go there because you know there's not going to be any I would go there. Mimi's well, first of all, I, I only go to restaurants that I like, I, and I never really put much thought into the kids being there. I, kids don't bother me. They don't bother I, I, I me don't either. Have, if a kid's uh, in a restaurant I, I, crying, I, I, it, it doesn't bother me. me. It never bothered me. Now, if a restaurant wants to say we don't have kids, fine. Fine, don't. That's fine. Okay. That's okay. I mean, you can make that decision. You're you're a free market. You can do whatever you want. If you want and to say, I want tall people that you know are yeah. taller than five ten. I mean, I don't care what you if do. If you're I a parent you. with children, you have the right not to go there. Exactly. And you know what? I wouldn't want to go. I would want a restaurant to let me know because I wouldn't want to take my young kids into a restaurant that isn't welcoming my young kids. Right. I'd want a restaurant that's welcoming to my kids. I want to go in where they're going to welcome me with a kids menu and say we're glad to have your kids here. What's irritating to me is that we have, apparently have a group of people in America who can't stand the sound of kids. And I, I don't have a problem with them on an airplane. I don't have a problem with them in a restaurant beside me because somehow it just doesn't bother me. Maybe, I don't know, I wasn't born with that bothersome leftist gene that makes me mad at kids all the time. I just don't have a problem with them. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. To hear a crying kid in a restaurant or on an airplane, it doesn't bother me. I, unless the parent is abusing the child, I'm assuming that the parent is trying to take care of the kid. If the parent is abusing the child, then well, we typically that. abuse the parent yeah, until they're the that, crying that's problem. True. And we've only done that once. We pound them until they're in the floor. Yeah. Well, that just made the other kids cry. Sobbing. For some reason. I don't know why that had impact on the kids. You think and the, the kids, kids are, cry, too, because now that, they're scared that their abusive parent has now we were helping. been pummeled. But we were helping. I don't understand why the kids got all upset. That was a bad scenario all around. I cried, too, when that guy's tooth got stuck <laughs> in my, my hand. That was, that was bad. disgusting. I had a tooth hanging out of my hand. That was bad. It was ugly. It was no, disgusting. That was many years ago. Some think that was last yeah. week or whatever. No, it, it was, was a gold ago. tooth, too. That was kind of... Yeah, that was... I did sell it at a gold recycling place. Got $35 for it. But anyway, that's... Uh, that sounds like cheap. I mean, you should have got more than that. I should have. I, I mean, got ripped off. It makes me mad. Went through to Next get time it. someone sticks their gold tooth in my hand, I'm going to demand <laughs> more money. Put my hand up with, my, with your face. I'm going to demand more money. Yeah. Look what that guy did to my, my hand with his face. I mean, Unbelievable. Gosh, his tooth hurt my knuckle. Give me his gold tooth. All right, 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. Richmond's beacon of truth in the land of the free and the home of the brave. This is the Lee Brothers. On 820 WNTW. By the way, as a point of clarity, I, I don't mind kids at a restaurant, but I would still go to a restaurant that didn't have kids if I wanted a quiet dinner. I, I wouldn't mind that. I don't have an issue with that at all. If the restaurant wants to do that, super. More power to them. Rosie O'Donnell has penned a letter in hopes that a Democrat would be a lieutenant governor coming up this year. Her pick, Susan Platt who was a consultant for Altria and a former campaign manager for Democrat candidates. Her, her reasoning? Virginia's long overdue to elect a woman to run the state. Well, first of all, Lieutenant Governor doesn't do hardly any. It's a part-time job. They're the president of the Senate. They don't even get to pick legislation or anything else. They don't do anything. Yeah. Secondly, we don't elect based on sex. Exactly. Thank you. Know, you. If, if the right woman runs for office, she will 
win, and because she will be of the governor issues, of Virginia. Not because she's a woman, right? But you, or Democrat or Republican, if she's the right candidate, Rosie O'Donnell, you don't even live here. Thank God, you exactly. don't even live here. Why? So, you, why do you even mention Virginia? You know, I don't even like you realizing that we even exist. <laughs> I don't want you passing through the state. <laughs> I don't want you flying over over top of it. I, Susan, you know. Susan Platt's spokesman said O'Donnell stumbled across Platt and then tweeted about the candidate last week. You don't even know who she is? O'Donnell has never met her, doesn't know anything about her. Doesn't Rosie do those liberal puke cruises? Is there a liberal puke cruise? I think so. Rosie O'Donnell does some kind of cruise. She hosts some kind of cruise, and I think you have to be a like-minded liberal puke really? to get on board the oh ship. Oh, my gosh. Yes. That would be a horrible cruise. Now, what that is would she? be... That would be the worst. Right. Well, what would happen if pirates attacked a liberal puke cruise? <laughs> Poor pirates. If any pirates are listening, I'm not throwing it out there as an idea. I'm just wondering what would happen. Why are Republicans so cruel to the poor? You won't believe the article in Salone.com. Salone.com put an article out that the conservatives have a heart and head issue. And I'll explain that. And Family medical leave or family paid leave. Family paid leave. You think that's a good idea? Heart that. Matey. Tim Kaine's against uh, Gorsuch. Warner thinks that Russia lied about Hillary's health. I mean, that's all next hour. Russia lied, lied. about Hillary's health. health. Yes. And, and that matters why. It's a con. Voice of the Paramount upon mankind. 454-1366. Live from the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. Let's see, Kane opposes Gorsuch. Senator Warner tells us new things about Russia we did not know. <laughs> we did not know. I think he made them up, or it's fake news, one of the two. And why Republicans are so cruel to the poor. That's next. Virginia Citizens cool. and American Patriots, the only two-headed talk show in Richmond. My name is Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us. It's rainy Rainy Friday afternoon. The storm's going to roll through and be gone probably around 8 p.m. But right now there is a tornado watch in southern Virginia. I'd like to take a moment and say hello to my grandsons who are in town. Nolan and Dylan. They're in town from Ohio. Nice. Yeah, they're uh, very cool. cool little guys. Also, Calvin was in town last night, my other grandson. We were all together at dinner. That was kind of nice. Thanks for the invite. Sure. It was... Uh, <laughs> You're quite There's, welcome. There, yeah, it was great. Next time, I'll, actually, I'll it give you more clues as to where we are <laughs> so you can maybe even I find us all, next time. I looked around all night. I could not find it. It was just ridiculous. You're around for a I while. I thought I was a family member, but instead. All right, 454-1366. You're afraid I'd embarrass you is the key. Where's Where's Uncle Scott? Where? Mm-hmm. Uncle Scott Four five four. in another state right 1366. now. 1366. All right, coming up at 5 o'clock, I can't get over this fact that the um, Chesterfield chairman is accused of being some sort of a racist or against immigrants. And it's chairwoman, as some would say. But there's no such word, so I said chairman. We'll talk about that at 5 p.m. There's no such word either. Chairperson sounds stupid. You can't just call them a chair because... Why not? Nobody's going to sit on them. So. A chair would... you could Actually, chair would be better than chairwoman. Yeah, or, it could be. Or, or chairperson, both which sound hideous. So we'll talk about that at 5 o'clock. But first, salon.com. Salon.com had this ridiculous article about why Republicans are so cruel to the poor. And, of course, they missed the overall point, but they do so while making a different one. 
You see, if you can paint your opponent as evil incarnate, then they're easy to beat. And since Republicans, by nature, or by, I guess, uh, Republican creed, believe that the federal government is limited, as Madison did, as John Hamilton and Madison and John Jay wrote in the Federalist Papers, 41, 42, and 45, that this government is limited and doesn't is not in the business of doing uh, the things that it's doing, then you're perceived to be some kind of hate monger. In this article, it says Republicans like Ryan, along with the millionaires and billionaires of Trump's cabinet, literally want to take food, shelter, and health care away from the poor. Now that does it is explain how he wants to go about doing this? A lie. Because no. this is just a complete pile of dinosaur dung. It is. And they don't explain how he's doing it because, guess what? He's not doing this. He's I, not. But what, people who read that, the bobbleheads will read that and say, Oh, they're evil. That blankety blank. Yeah. This war on the poor, as this guy's calling it. In this <laughs> war on the poor. Hey, they hey, got something that rhymes. That's something that rhymes. Republicans are so cruel to the poor. Compassion. You know, I just would like to define compassion. I mean, if, if you're going to argue this with liberals, let's, let's have a definition of what compassion is. Compassion is not how many people are on a government handout. Compassion is not sending my money to Washington, D.C. to be filtered and give me a pittance back. That's not compassion. Compassion is not saying I can fix this with my neighbor's wallet. But, but Democrats think that's compassion. It's also not compassionate to make government regulate you to do these things. Democrats think that compassion is fixing problems with your money. Yeah, that's right. Not their money. Right. Your money. Right. That's compassion. Micah, this Micah Brzezinski, who works with Morning Joe on on uh, on C-SPAN or CNN or MSNBC, whatever, whatever channel is, she she had what what is it? MSNBC. MSNBC. I'm sorry, I never watched that ridiculous show. It's a it's a liberal puke station. Yes. Let, she had on her show one of the the Freedom Caucus members, Raul Labrador. Listen to how she asks him. This is, again, about how Republicans are mean or cruel about family paid leave. Listen to this. Uh, from Capitol Hill, member of the House Freedom Caucus, Republican Congressman Raul Labrador of uh, Idaho. Um, so uh, thank you. Welcome to the show. I guess I'll start off um, with asking you what you have against paid family leave at this point, since um, you seem to be against it. At this point, because um, you yeah. seem to be against it. Yeah, you mean, mean Republican. Why would you're against family paid leave? Now, listen to part two here. Listen to how he tries to defend it and how she, what path she goes down. Listen to this. Well, I, I just don't think it's the government's role to give uh, businesses more more things to, to do and to pay for. That's something that a business should decide. Um, and, and it's not for the government to be telling people about that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Should be an employee benefit. Mm -hmm. If the company, if you work for a great company and you're a star employee, you do a phenomenal job, and they want to give you that as a benefit, that's a great thing. And if it's something you need and your company doesn't provide it and you're a star employee, you're an awesome, awesome person, awesome worker, very positive and upbeat, and they're not giving you what you need, you have the right to go work somewhere else that will give you what you need. But if it's up to the companies. Exactly. It's up to the company to decide what the benefits are going to be, and the government should not intervene and tell all companies you have to provide all of these benefits. Where, where's the incentive for anyone you want to, kill to work employment? hard? Exactly. You want, you want to, to kill, you want to kill employee morale. If they're all getting it anyway, 
what the heck? I mean, if you want to kill employee morale and, and you employment. want to kill people from being star employees and kill employment, you're going to hurt companies' ability to provide jobs for people. You. They're going to have to get more work from less people. I thought you had the big heart. Listen to this. Listen to how I have Micah a, I have a big heart when it makes sense to have a big heart, but this is this ridiculous. is insanity. Listen to what Run she says. Listen to what she says. This is a con pushed upon mankind. <laughs> Listen to what she says here. Listen to this. Yeah, we. Um, yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Wow. We're at the point though yeah. where listen, listen. it does not exist. Really? And you yes. don't think at this point? I mean, do you? Do, do you, you? Um. Do you have a lifesaver? Do you think you would like to have paid family leave in your family? Do you think that would be important to perhaps your family moving forward in the best you way know, possible? What kind of question is that? That's a question from a, from a moronic <laughs> valley girl <laughs> from the past. Have, uh, let me think. That Wouldn't probably you? smoked way too much dope back in the seventies or eighties. You know, she just doesn't have a clear head. That's a stupid question. Wouldn't of you course, like it? yeah. And I'll work for somebody who'll give it to me because if Joe's company won't, I'll see if Bob's company will. I also want. A car. I also want to right. be picked up every day on the way to work. Also, I'd like to work at home. Fresh I got a donuts list of a when of I arrive exactly. on my desk with a hot cup of coffee. I'd like a lot of things for my with employer. Four creams and eight sugars is perfect for the- me, and I want it on my desk when I get there. And the government should mandate that. Exactly. Period. Micah, I guess it should just be government mandated because. We all want it, and if we all just want it, then there's a government that can give it to us. Is this woman supposed to be controversial? Because she's just, a, I just want she's to know, an airhead. How did she? How is she where she is? And those exactly, and those people that are listening to her bobbling their head, they're airheads too. But, but she goes on. I think, I think she goes on. That you didn't not. think it was a responsibility of your company to give paid family leave? Oh my gosh. How many, um, how many different ways are you going to ask this, <laughs> number one? Did you not get it the first time when he said no? I mean. <laughs> well, here's the thing. If he wanted to as an employer, he has the right to do that. Exactly right. And if you've I got star you, employees and you want to keep them, you want to retain them. And you want to pay them when they're gone. You're in a highly competitive business and you need these special specialist employees the and left. you need to recruit them from your industry, then you're going to offer things like may, maybe paid family leave. Maybe Who so? knows? It Who could knows? be one of the benefits. Maybe you're going to pay the people enough where they won't need that. This, However, you're going to cover whatever you're going to cover and whatever benefits, that's your decision as a business owner. It's not the government's place to step in and say, we're going to give away, we're going to make you give ridiculous things, period. More on this. Actually, there's another clip of this you've got to hear. The left doesn't understand. It sounds pretty. It sounds great. But now you want the force of government. Be careful what you wish for. You know, even even Obamacare was mandatory thing to every business in the nation. Oh, wait a minute. Except companies like McDonald's, who they were liked. big contributors right. to Obama's campaign. Certain companies were exempt from having to play by the Obamacare rules. That's right. 454-1366. Your phone call's next. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. Scott and Richard Lee, the yin and yang of talk radio, the Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Here, here I am reliving it in my own life. <laughs> I used yep. to mock you, make fun I of you. I told you. And now it's all returned to me. It's coming your so, way. Uh, very good. We both have 13-year-olds. 12. Reagan's 12. When's her birthday? Um, hang on a second. Let me, let me text someone to find out. It's in September. Exactly. I know when it is. Nate just turned 13. I know. Nate's the man. All right. So he's an older man for, so here's the deal. 
cousins dating. That's no, just, that's, that's not, just like it's wrong. Dogs dating cats. Is it? It's <laughs> <laughs> just wrong. It's just wrong. And does that happen? <laughs> I don't know. Wrong. I don't know. All right, four five four thirteen sixty six. Liberalism has convinced <laughs> us that the government is the one to save us from our employer. That we ought to fear the CEO, fear the business owner, fear the employer because they're out to hurt you. The reality is every employer wants the best for their employee or they wouldn't have them. And in the markets that compete, paid family leave might exist, but it is certainly not the role of a federal government to impose that on an employer. And once you do, be careful because employment will go away. They're not going to be able to hire you and have nobody there working and still pay you. That makes zero sense. Anyway, here's uh, more of Micah Brzezinski talking with uh, a member of the Freedom Caucus. Okay. I, no, I think it's very uh, actually pertinent to the health care bill and to everything that we're talking about. It has about. nothing to do with the health care bill. <laughs> paid family leave is, um, many Americans would say, something that we really need to focus on, especially <laughs> yeah. women. Especially women. Especially women. Oh, oh okay. By so by all means, the women should have the cup of coffee and the donut on her desk and the paid family leave and right. their the feet men. rubbed oh. at lunchtime. I mean, they should have all those things. And the men, I guess, they should be the ones doing it all. Maybe I don't know. Well, Especially maybe. the women. Right. If women, minorities, and the poor are impacted the most by this, then all means we ought to implement it. This is liberal. Speak. This is such garbage, and it has it nothing to passes. do with the healthcare. It has nothing to do with it. It has nothing to do with the healthcare. He was right. It's, he said it's nothing to do with it. So it's just interesting how she threw in the little women thing at the end. There's a feminist yeah. in Australia, an Australian feminist and editor chief of Stellar magazine, and the piece pen this week argues that female parents of school aged children, listen to this, should be legally required to enter the workforce and get a job because it's the role of a true feminist. You can't just put your kid in daycare and go home. It should be legally required that you as a woman drop your kid off. You have to go to work. This is the new feminism. I like it. I like it. I'm in favor of it. Why not? Why not? They should get off early enough to have that meal on exactly. the table when if the man comes home. At 6 o'clock. <laughs> and who's going to open his beer if exactly. he's there before she gets there? I can't have the kids do it. You have to be there, hon. You've got to be there. Who's going to run that vacuum? I'm telling you, I want to hear Who's going to do the laundry? Where's my remote? <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. I don't care. It's legally required that you work. We are playing. I, I would love Maybe. For, honey, Maybe. I would love that you not work. But it's legally required. Yeah, I can't it's legally open. required to so get your butt out the door <laughs> and go bring home some bacon, woman. Come on. You can't complain about it. Oh, you have an issue with it? Bring it up with your liberal feminist friends. Don't complain to your boss. But yeah. don't get fired. Yeah, don't get fired. Whatever you do, don't because get fired. Because then we go, it's illegal. It's illegal it, to get illegal. fired. Isn't that insane? These, you can't make this stuff up. This is leftism run amok. Even in Australia, they have feminists. And the logical conclusion of feminism is this mantra of crap? Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It truly is. I mean, you think that you, you could pick up every liberal idea and, uh, and run with it, and, but you can't. You can't make it up. Now feminism are saying, hey, look, if you want to be a feminist, you got to work. I hope women listening realize that we're just poking fun. You were. Four five four thirteen six. We're just we're just saying it's just fun.
Bring us the first beer. We'll take it from well, there. Yeah, from there, I'll get my own. <laughs> four five four thirteen Maybe six two. six Lee Brothers eight twenty WNT. And make sure their fridge is stocked. <laughs> you know, I was just thinking. The problem with that last segment is people don't know the difference between you and me and the statements we say. I just want to go on record is I'm a huge fan of women, and all those negative statements were coming out of Richard's mouth. Yeah, Scott is a huge fan of women. In the break, he said, I'm a huge fan of women. Without them, who would bring me my beer? I didn't say that. You know, that's a who lie. Who would wash my clothes? Who would rub my feet? Who would cut that grass? <laughs> <laughs> I'd draw the line there. You know, honey, I need gas in my car. Go fill it up, would you? Could you imagine? Be a honey. There probably are Be men. a honey and you run up to the gas station. There probably are men like that. There probably are men I'm like sure that. there are. I can mean, you imagine being You can find like them that? on, like, uh, Maury and uh, <laughs> Dr. Phil. <laughs> so true. That's where they are. All right, check us out at 820theanswer.com. 820theanswer.com. Three great videos there. One's about socialism. It's ills, and they're bad. Truth on trade. This is very good. You'll need to look at that. And students sign a petition to ban professors who voted for Trump. Yes, it's true. 820theanswer.com. The Lee Brothers live from the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. We're live. 820 WNTW. It's 430. studio today. The Lee Brothers. Intelligent, informed conversation with an occasional mispronounced word. 820 on 820 WNTW. Friday. Crank yeah. it up. Stop that. No, I don't want to. Because it's Friday. It's time to crank it up. Crank. You're cranky. Cranking up doesn't mean for you to get more cranky. <laughs> it doesn't. Lee Brothers, 454-1366. My name is Scott Lee. His co-host, friend, and brother sitting to his left, sometimes his far left, is Richard Lee. Thank you. I would, Just prefer, throw that out I would there. prefer that I do that. I know you would because know, so you like to hear yourself I mean, talk. I, th- I think it was no. It's just that I think it sounds. You talk to yourself going home no, at night. I d- no, I don't. I'm just telling you. I think it sounds better. I just here. wondered if you did. Did you pause every now and then to... Let the words circle around the car and then hit you in the ear. Yes, I, for dramatic effect. Yeah, I thought, uh, thought maybe so. Speaking of dramatic effect, Tim Kaine said Wednesday he will oppose the appointment of Neil Gorsuch. Timmy! Because he's just ridiculous. Timmy! 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 Okay, okay. Timmy! Timmy! That's too funny. Um, he's, a, he's opposing Gorsuch... Because he believes he's an activist, bias against women's right for contraception. What? I am. What? I am so. I, I don't even understand how the left. I don't want to know. He's against women's rights for contraceptives. Yes. Women have the right to go buy contraceptives at any open pharmacy, anytime they want. They have the right to buy. It. I don't even think they have to show their ID. There's no age limit on buying contraceptives. There is. A problem with women getting contraceptives free. If they're going to get contraceptives free, then I want, I don't know, I want free potato chips. I want something free for me. Potato chips. That's, or, that's, I, not, the, I, that's I, not the comparison I was saying, but that's fine. That's, you can, uh, free, free pie. How about that? Okay. A free pie. One pie a week. That's all I want. One pie a week. So that's how my about, contraceptive. How about, how about if we got to pay for your contraceptions and you buy us ammunition? I mean, I don't know. I think that, that's a perfect. Free ammo. Of course, free they're going to have a problem with that. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Anything you know, that, that is going to have a problem th- with think, free ammo. Yeah, right. 
So here's the deal. Here's what he said. Quote, after meeting with Gorsuch and reviewing his testimony and past decisions, I've observed that he has repeatedly taken an activist approach in cases. That is absolutely not that? true. That's, that's that a load of horse dung. That is absolutely not true. Gorsuch is a perfect choice, and there's no way they can stop this confirmation, I don't think. Activist approach to cases involving women's right to make her own decisions about her health. Tim Kaine is a demagogue. That's what he's doing here. He's, he's trying a demo to say, something. He's trying to say that Gorsuch a... is against women making their own health decisions. Do you... He is a judge, sir. A judge can only rule on the laws that you pass. He's not going to come up with a law saying, that's it, women can't have health care anymore. And women can can make whatever choice they want when it comes to contraceptive. They right. can buy one of all or a specific type. I mean, it, what his problem is, is they're taking the contraceptive coverage out of Obamacare. If they just do away with Obamacare, we do away with all of it. But right now, women can get free contraceptives. Under am, Obamacare. Yes. And I'm amazed that Kane. Timmy! Kane is, he's such a bonehead. Timmy! He has, Timmy! He has, here's what else he said. He goes on to say about Gorsuch. <laughs> he's made the astonishing argument that bosses have an individual right to prevent their company's female employees from using their own health insurance to buy con contraception. The judge did that? What? Gorsuch had nothing to do with that. Right. He wasn't even near it. But the idea... and So, Kane is saying Gorsuch is arguing that bosses have an individual right to prevent their company's female employees from using their health insurance to buy contraception. Isn't that a decision that's made by the health care insurance that they're carrying? How could yes, a judge you know, be involved in that? They, they're not. If, if, they're, if a company is providing health care coverage for their employees... That company has the the right to say yay or nay right. to paying for contraceptives, and Gorsuch has nothing to do. They don't call the man each time and say, "What do you think about this one?" <laughs> hey, oh, what do you think about this hey, one? Hey, Neil. Here's another one. What do you think about this? One? Well, the premise that Neil is somehow against women's reproduction—he's all powerful. He carries this giant. What do they call that thing? It's Staff. Some, it's not Staff. a wand. It's a uh, hang on. Two letters. Something that the guy sounds like. What? It's a big spear. <laughs> Javelin? No, it's something like the the Sea King carries. What do they call that thing? Timmy! I don't know. It's not a Timmy! It's a, like a spear. I don't know. I can't think of the right name, but anyway. So it's not like he carries this, this thing that rules the world and makes decisions. Do you realize that there's not been ever a successful partisan filibuster of a Supreme Court nominee? Ever? He's going to get nominated. Yeah, he's going to. So why don't you guys just shut up, pick up your toys, go home, and let, it, let the... Let it go through. Be Hillary's right-hand person. Just right let it be done. Clinton's right-hand person. Yeah, just be really Hillary's yeah, right-hand person. Go be go away. Hillary's right-hand person and go home. Yeah, right. Throw something and on I the grill. Some something the vegan. What did he just say? And I just want to see some women at the table. That's right. He, yeah, such go a... grill something and you'll see women at the table. <laughs> what does that mean? I have no idea. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Four five four thirteen sixty six. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the filibuster for a second. Democrats should consider four five four thirteen sixty six. Only there has been there's never been a success. Democrats need to think about this before they consider opposing Neil Gorsuch. There's never been a successful partisan filibuster ever of a Supreme Court pick. Secondly, you're going to look like a moron 
opposing this guy. You know why? Because they supported him in 2006 for a nomination exactly. in the 10th Circuit. A- exactly. Dianne Feinstein, Schumer, Durbin, all these but people. But now, because he's been right. chosen by he's- the infamous Big Bad Don, right. they're going to oppose him. And, and that is ridiculous. It's purely, purely political. That, that's it. That's all it is. Some are horrible people, horrible human beings. Who cares? Right, I was talking about Tim Kaine, obviously. All right, so here's another reason why you had to be careful with opposing Gorsuch. The American Bar Association gave Gorsuch the highest recommendation of well-qualified. Well, they, they need to make one higher, I guess, because this guy doesn't meet the qualifications by achieving the highest he could get. Right. Exactly. They've got to go beyond that. Schumer, here's the thing about this. Chuck Schumer decided to block any Trump employee before Gorsuch. It doesn't matter that it's Gorsuch. Schumer uh, it promised matter, it. wouldn't matter who it is that he's going to block. They're all going to try to block anyone that's chosen. Schumer went on um, Mad Cow, Rachel Mad Cow on MSNBC, and said, it's hard for me to imagine a nominee that Donald Trump would choose that would get Republican su- support we could support. So Mad Cow says, so you would do your best to hold the seat open? And Schumer says, absolutely. Exactly. What, are you going to hold it open for four or eight years? Yeah, how long? The stupidity. Yeah, thank you, Trump. That is stupid. They're just going to hold it open forever. Why don't just eliminate the seat? (laughs) Just eliminate it. They're not going to put anybody in it. By the way, the um, President Bill Clinton and Barack Obama's first two nominees each confirmed without needing 60 votes. That's because... The conservative side of the fence, Republicans aren't ridiculous. Right. You know, they, they know that well, a president is going to get someone confirmed. And, and no matter what, right. if Trump tried to pass a bill for free ice cream for everyone on Sunday, they would fight it. Even though they love ice cream, they well, would fight it. They might. They might. But there's just this. They would fight it. They, they hate Trump so bad. You're right. They just might. She's got tremendous hatred. Okay. They got tremendous, tremendous hatred. Tremendous hatred. <laughs> That's hilarious. She's got tremendous hatred. Tremendous Trump hatred. He sounds tired there. He does sound there. You can get the baby out of here. That's even better. Get the baby out of here. So, so <laughs> if you want to oppose Gorsuch. He was there, talking about Timmy at that, Tim King. that point. Get the baby out of here. When he said that, he was talking about Tim King. Get the baby out of here. Yeah, maybe maybe he was talking about how he wanted to hit him so hard. Maybe I was going to hit this guy so hard his <laughs> head would spin. He wouldn't know what the hell happened. That's our president. <laughs> That's our president. <laughs> what is wrong with America? What happened to us? Oh my gosh, Neil Gorsuch is going to be a uh, uh, Tim Kaine says nope. I can't I can't do uh, Gorsuch because he's against women's reproductive health. That's complete horse dung. And all he's doing is stirring up a bunch of women. Well, that that's always during bobblehead women are going to go, oh, my gosh. Oh, oh this my. guy opposes my reproductive health. And uh, Hillary says it's global. Speaking of reproductive health, um, did you see what um, what Mike Pence had to do this week? He had to be the, the, tie, the tie-breaking vote on a bill uh, about uh, abortion. Isn't that the second time he's had to do that? Yeah, it is. So the and bill. In no time at all. They haven't been in the White House hardly any time. No, right. Two months, and he has to do this for the second time. This is going to happen uh, quite often. But several years ago, the Obama administration had a rule that blocked states from refusing federal grant money to abortion providers. The the, uh, Republicans authored the bill this time that says the states have freedom to decide how the grant money is used. It could go to abortion clinics or it could go somewhere else. 
and the left goes crazy over this. Could go to highways. Go to highways. Could go to free pie for all males. Free pie. Once a week. That's right. All right, coming up, Mark Warner says something that I haven't heard yet. He, he, he might have just come up with fake news. We'll share that with you. End the clip. 454-1366. Your phone call's next. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. The news as it should be. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Your phone calls four five four thirteen sixty six. Lee Brothers talking about Gorsuch and why he is a good candidate and why Tim Kaine is dead wrong. Gorsuch is going to get confirmed. So all of this is smoke and mirrors. It's just a way to rile up people so they'll continue to do, for lack of a better term, stupid things like protest the fact that Donald Trump is president anyway. Right. I mean, the, the protests are doing absolutely no, no good whatsoever. He's not going to wake up one morning all teary-eyed and resign because there's people outside whining because the man is president of the United States. It's just stupid. Of course. All right, so uh, Mark, really Warner, me. Mark Warner approached the nearest microphone this week as he began the Russia hearings. And, Mark um, Warner. Wow. He is. He, the guy, listen, when you listen to this guy, it's almost like, He makes really? me nauseous. He's that, he's that smart no, guy? He's no, he's not. not. At all. Anyway, here's what um, here's what he said, and I don't know if we'll get to the whole clip. May have to stop it and and, and go here a couple times. But uh, here's what he said about the whole Russia thing. And there's something new in here I did not know. We know about the hacking and the selective leaking of information. But this former tech guy, what really concerns oh, wait, me? Hang on a second. He's not a former tech guy. He's not a tech guy. He's an undergrad degree in political science, didn't he? And yeah, by the way, he had a, he a cell phone company. Didn't he have a law degree, too? And he had, I guess, his, his tech experience is a mobile phone franchise licensee of some sort. Pretty much. That, that he sold for a lot of money and essentially bought his governor's Mansion. seat and, and, and also bought seat. his Senate seat. He's a tech guy? Is that no, what he... No, he's not. That's what he said he was. All right, go ahead. But He's got a PlayStation guy. 2, I what think. really concerns... He's got a what? A PlayStation what? 2. <laughs> tech guy. What really concerns me is at least some reports, and we've got to get to the bottom of this. I love how that is. At least we've got to get to the bottom of this because we don't know if it's true. It's almost like there's some reports we've got to get to the bottom of this. Then he goes on to tell us what those reports say, even though he doesn't know. That there were upwards of a thousand paid internet trolls working out of a facility in Russia. See, I told in you fact, trolls were real. A series of computers, which are then called a botnet. They can then generate news down to specific areas. It's been reported to me, and we've got to find this out, whether they were able to... There he goes again. It's reported been reported to me, me, but we need to find it out. And I'm Senator Mark Warner. I need to get back to my PlayStation. But it's been reported to me, so we need to find out because... It's been reported to me, but I'm not sure. We've There's got to trolls find out. in Russia. Trolls are alive and well. They're in Russia. When I think of a troll... I think of a little guy under a bridge making you pay a toll to go across. See, that's not what I was thinking about. I was thinking about, like, uh, the movie Hobbit where the trolls, the big trolls were eating the little hobbits and the dwarfs. You don't know what I'm talking about. So, and that's what uh, I, the trolls were bigger, is my point. They weren't little ones. Anyway, Warner goes on to say, after he doesn't know anything, I've heard, but we got to get to the bottom of it, and he d- lays out what he thinks he heard. And reported to me, we've got to find this out, whether they were able to, in effect, specific areas in Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania... Where you would not That's interesting. 
That's in specific areas like that. That's brand specific new. Specific areas. That's These are brand Rus- new. Russian trolls. Yeah, Russian trolls in Wisconsin and Pennsylvania. And we have Russian trolls in Wisconsin and Pennsylvania and Michigan. Just the states. We that should Trump send won. the military in. How many trolls are there? They're are they not. heavily armed? Do no, they have equipment? There are thousands of them, but they're all thousands in of trolls. And they're running little bit things. There's a little bit thing. How That's, could they the way, possibly affect a presidential they did. campaign? They, they can't. That's the whole point. This they is didn't, all brand they can't, new. And this is going to be some kind of conspiracy theory among morons who are going to come out and say... They didn't affect the election. We're the moronic Listen organization of, of conspiracy theorists, and we think that trolls affected the presidential Listen campaign. Listen to what Warner says, though. He continues to tell you what they lied about. Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, where you would not have been receiving off of your... Your, whoever your vendor might have been, Trump versus Clinton during the waning days of the election. But instead, Clinton is sick, or Clinton is taking money from, from uh, some source. Fake news. Those were real. You know what? Those Clinton, two things Clinton was were real. taking money from a lot of sources that were inappropriate. That's not fake. Scandalous. And it's not fake. Why would he say they're fake? Hillary was sick. We saw her get handed into a van when she, she couldn't even walk. She passed out into a car. That's not a bit bot. Thousand trolls sitting in Russia, Warner. And that's not the problem people have with Hillary. You know, one small example. Hillary gets off a plane, where was it, Bosnia? Where? Under gunfire. <laughs> well, it's a complete lie. Complete, complete lie. lie. Was she sick and, and mal- her brain malfunctioned and she thought there was gunfire? You know, Hillary she made that candidate. story up. It's and so people with their called her on it. Not Russian's fault. She's di- she's a dishonest woman. She lies through her teeth. She does criminal acts, and trolls had nothing to do with Trump being president. <laughs> no, they did not. It's just it's fantastic, isn't it? It's actually resist, insist, oh, persist, enlist, and get that cyst looked at. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Your phone calls next. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Lee Brothers eight twenty W N T W. The Lee Brothers, Virginia citizens, American patriots, on 820 WNTW. So part of the big debate is what to do about trade. And Trump is uh, talking about tariffs and these type of things. And the truth on trade is really found at 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers, takes you there. Um, Milton Friedman, it talks about um, you know what how trade works. It's great education, very short, very helpful. You should check it out because it is going to be enlightening for you. Get past the rhetoric of a trade deficit. I've got a trade deficit in my grocery store. I buy more from them than they buy from me. Do I care? No. Well, if he put if he puts tariffs on everything coming into the United States, he's trying to level the playing field so American companies can make more money on their goods. It's going to cost everyone more money. It's going to cause inflation. It hurts. Things are going to go up. It hurts the American consumer. Prices will go up and... But they think they'll all get used to it. Check it out at 820theanswer.com. Click on the character of the Lee Brothers. Takes you right to that. And also, socialism, why it's bad. They've got great videos there. And this one, students sign a petition, as well as a faculty member signs a petition that professors who voted for Trump should be fired. <laughs> that is wow. unbelievable. This we is are tolerant. such a democracy here. We're such, such a tolerant group of people. Yes, we are. How come the ones who claim tolerance are the most intolerant? Hmm. Uh, you know, how could a... How could a professor vote for Hillary? Just saying. All right, coming up, this Chesterfield County uh, supervisor who said something about English and Spanish language. We'll share that with you next. Lee Brothers 820, WNTW. It's 5 o'clock in the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. Booyah.
Yeah. Mike Pence, his biggest crime is being a husband. Have you seen that? It's unbelievable how the left is tearing him apart. They're, and how can they tear this man apart? You know, when it, when he was chosen to be the VP candidate, I'm sure they crawled up his butt with a microscope, and he's got no skeletons in the closet. So how in the world? Because they he's got a dig. They've got too good. They got to be creative with this guy. They've got to make stuff up. Technology that I can embrace is called the drone pooper scooper. And Chesterfield's top political leader says something about immigrants, Spanish language, and culture. That is next. And your phone calls, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, radio is the founding fathers intended. My name is Scott Lee. Homager Lee, thanks for joining us this afternoon, this rainy afternoon. We have a, uh, a tornado watch in southern Virginia. The storms are headed our way. We'll have rain and possible T-storms Uh I want to say hi again to my nephews who are in town, Nolan and Dylan, sweet young men. They're they're awesome. I don't get to see them enough, and they're here. So hi, guys, and hi, Calvin. Calvin's in town, too, my other grandson. Up and running at 454-1366, or patriots at theleebrothers.com. We probably had – we haven't read all the emails today, but patriots at theleebrothers.com. We'll get to them as soon as we can. Our culture is so – much been bent on finding a bad guy that we will invent one we think and been told by democrats that everyone's racist and so any comment that is said under any precedent or any circumstances is deemed racist no matter what and it could be as innocent as simply saying i don't know english should be the common language of america racist you you have to be um I guess white to be considered a racist. You know that there's horrible things with being a white person today that we weren't aware of all our entire life. We're just now being told this by the left, and and primarily, you know, if you're a member of uh, Black Lives Matter and you chant "Death to Police Officers," you're not a racist because yeah, no, of course you're not. You're not a white guy, right? So when, that. when this story came to our attention, Rich and I both looked at each other and said. You know what? There's no racism here. There's no attack on immigrants here. But this is somebody looking to stir it up. The NC, the NAACP for one of them. The they local, stirring up the bobbleheads. Yeah. The, the people that have no brain and will listen to anything they're told. Local representative of the NAACP, which is really has nothing to do with the national advancement of colored people. No. It has nothing to do with that. It's liberal colored people. It's about liberalism. They're demanding a, um, a reprimand of um, the, the, the chairman, Jekyll. Is that how you say her name? I think so. It looks like it's pronounced Jekyll. Yeah, Jekyll. And uh, they say board chairwoman here, but there's no such thing as that Chair word. Chairwoman. There's no such thing as chairman. Dorothy Jekyll is, is uh, being reprimanded because of uh, her comments. Jackal. I didn't say Jekyll. You did. You said Dorothy Jekyll. Jekyll. I think it's. Jekyll. I think it's Jekyll. I do too. I think it's I like Jekyll. Jekyll too, though. Yeah, that's good. I don't. I think people get. The Either way, here. we know who you're talking about. <laughs> we know. Okay, that's a good. The movie, The Jackal, was filmed here in Richmond. Just thought I'd throw that out there. So here's what uh, <laughs> we have: the audio, 
It makes no sense. You make no sense. It's good rather, movie. You ever seen it? Uh, no, I've never seen it. Film right here in Richmond. You need to watch it. Watch it this weekend. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'll do. The Jackal for all of you out there who want to see a good this movie. This is Jekyll, I'm pretty sure. Yes. Let's get back to Dorothy. the story. Let's get Why back to Dorothy. Get back to Dorothy. Get back to the story at hand. Get back to Dorothy. Stay focused. What is? Here's what. Here's what the left. The NAACP and every knee-jerk, reactionary, liberal, malcontent, panty-waist is upset over. And I, and I understand the impacts. I mean, because my district, of course, has a lot. You know, I hear, I hear the um, conversation. I think that's another thing that needs to be raised to a state level. You know, it's true that we, we have to educate. But if we have, I, I don't know, what was it, 70% or something in one of my kindergarten levels? Or it was a, a very, very high level of non-English speaking students. And, you know, this is where we are. This, this is what is creating the division. It's not that people don't like immigrants, but it's when people send their children to school and they find themselves in a classroom where nobody speaks English that they say, well, I'm not going to, you know, you talk about what attracts people to Chesterfield schools, and it's not that they're prejudiced against it, but they want their child to be in a classroom that's more English-speaking. So it makes sense. You know, this this should be an entirely different category. If you have so many students that are non-English-speaking, why would you shove them into an English-speaking classroom? Why wouldn't you put them in a classroom where a, a specialist teacher can come in, speaks their language, and can te- teach them English so they can slowly but surely move into the mainstream school and go in with the other well, English-speaking compl- sure. kids? That's a completely different issue. It's a different category. It's a, it's a different group of students. Right. It's a different program is completely. This, and that's not racist. Is this chairman, Jekyll, is she wrong for saying that? No, she's not. She's bringing something to their attention exactly. that they should deal with, for crying out loud. Instead of having, it should be the National Association of Advancement of All People, yeah, exactly. not colored exactly people. Right. What would be wrong with changing it to all people? Here's I, what I they guess said. that uh, some people would have a problem with that. The racists would have a problem with that. You heard the clip. The clip is simply saying, look, it's difficult for people who are in a classroom where 70% of them speak Spanish English should be the language you're learning and teaching. That's exactly what should be. Here's, right. what, here's what the NAACP said. This is a guy named Potts, I guess. Should be the NAACP. Right. Denisha Potts, the vice president of the Chesterfield branch, said, I was very disturbed, and it was very disheartening. How are we setting examples for our students? What? What are you talking about? How could this make anyone upset? This is my point. If you're out looking for this stuff, you can turn it into something that's just... You can twist it any way you want. She went on to say, we are teaching our students to embrace one another to stop bullying, but yet we make discriminatory comments that divide the classroom, which blends the community. It does not do the entire community well. It evokes discrimination. That is a lie. That That is a lie. Miss Jekyll... Did was bringing wrong. up an issue that should be dealt with that Ms. Potts should be tickled to death with. Exactly. If she's not hunting for something to to go around and pound on her chest and scream at the microphone about. Ms. Jekyll did say one other thing in regards to the uh, recent nationwide A Day Without Immigrants. Apparently that day, many of the immigrants held their children home from school. Ms. Jekyll said this. That day, when the immigrants held their children home, teachers said it was so nice to have a classroom 
that understood English. Which teacher said that? All teachers said that? She said some teachers said that. Did all the teachers walk out in the hall and go, it's nice to have a classroom with English-speaking kids? Yeah, you know what? It's nice to have a classroom with English-speaking kids. Did you hear what Bob said? He said it's nice to have a classroom with English-speaking kids. It, it probably is. It probably, it probably is. probably easier Why? to teach. Because they need a special classroom exactly. for non-English-speaking kids. Is it because How do you these have teachers a... are racist? Is it because Jekyll's racist and doesn't like speaking? No. How do you have a spelling bee with non-English-speaking kids? Right. How do you do it? Right, exactly. I mean, come on, this how is do common you, sense. How do they learn when you're in there teaching the alphabet? To right. kindergartners when they don't speak English. I mean... All right, your comments on this. 454-1366. Is uh, the chairman wrong? Was she out of place for saying this? In our opinion, no. We'll share more of the details of the story. And actually, her comments next with your phone calls. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820, WNTW. Like Batman and Robin, your conservative dynamic duo. Just no costumes and utility belts normally. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. It's just so frustrating. I mean, when you're looking for the devil and everything that people say, you're going to you're going to make something up. You're going to come up with some some that version woman, of it. She's the devil. She is the devil. She's the devil. I can't believe she said that. So let, just to recap, the chairman of the uh, Chesterfield Board of Supervisors said a couple weeks ago that it's easier to have a classroom that everyone's speaking English, essentially. Okay, let's see. Um, that makes sense. I mean, if, <laughs> if you have a classroom that's 50% kids who speak little or no English at all, right. how do you teach any of the kids anything with one teacher? Right. Try here's what, here's <laughs> what, uh, that's, that's insane. Here, here's what... Um, uh, Dor- is her first name Dorothy Jekyll? It is. Dorothy. Right? Yeah. Chairman Dorothy Jekyll was, was asked by the Times-Dispatch about this. She said she can't understand the level of anger. And I agree. I don't, I don't get it either. Here's what she said, though. Quote, this is not an anti-immigrant discussion. No, no, it's not. She goes on to say this is not illegal versus legal. I believe if, if it was not the law, we, should, we would be foolish not to provide an education to any kid that resides in the county. It sounds like a necessity for the Chesterfield school system if they have right. that many kids who do not speak any English. Here's, here's what she said. Chairman Jekyll said, this is about a communication issue between the teacher and the student. I, this is the best part of her quote. I would hope that we can all agree that learning the English language and assimilating into the culture is the best outcome for our students. It has been throughout the history of immigration. Miss Jekyll, thank you. When she was asked about Miss Potts' comments, she said, there's no place like home. There's no place like home. <laughs> Clicking her heels together as she went. Chairman Jekyll is exactly right. She's in the exactly Lee Brothers, right. In fact, if I could get exactly her address, right. I would send her a Lee Brothers honorary Lee Brother bumper sticker. Because she is exactly right with this. And the fact that people don't like it, they're blind and stupid because she didn't say anything bad. The fact that she even made the papers and everyone's talking about it, I feel bad for the lady. What she said was long overdue. Someone needed to say it. They need to get those kids. You know, who's suffering here? The children are suffering because the kids that are in the classroom aren't learning as much as they could because they 
have such a learning curve with the right. non-English speaking. Learn and English. those kids should be in their own classroom learning English. Right. And when they learn English, then they can assimilate better to our culture. You think the Ms. non-English Jekyll. speaking kids are happy being in there, not understanding right. the word that's being said? That's what Miss Jekyll's saying here. She goes on to say, I can't imagine what it's like for either the teacher or the student to be in a class most of the day when they don't understand each other. It sounds like Miss Potts would be happy if they came in and said, we're going to let Miss Jekyll go. And we're going to force more non-English speaking kids into the classroom with a new teacher who won't say something insulting, which, by the way, the non-English speaking kids didn't understand what she said anyway. Today's culture makes no sense. Does not allow for people like Miss Jekyll to say simple things. It's a shame. She pointed out an issue that needs to be addressed. Well, not only that, she made a simple point. It is better that we learn English and assimilate into our culture and the left in our culture today, in our, our country, you thinks can't we say should that. learn the other that, language. Exactly. And, and they wrong. shouldn't be forced to assimilate. They shouldn't they shouldn't assimilate to our culture, to the American way of life, the American dream. They right. shouldn't have to assimilate. They should bring their own culture here and we should have to assimilate to all these other cultures. That is a recipe for disaster. That's also the most asinine. idiotic, asinine, ridiculous thing. <laughs> Any moronic Liberal Puke Society of a Member card carrier could say. Miss Jekyll, Dorothy Jekyll, who's the chairman of the Chesterfield Board of Supervisors, I'm I'm sorry. Brilliant lady. I'm sorry you're having to put up with this. She's a brilliant lady, because and they should leave her shame. alone. She's a public servant, and we applaud you, you for know, your efforts. The thing is, is to be a politician today and to say something as simple as this, I guarantee you she is being attacked, and that's just too bad. It's 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 a shame that in our country the left can't just see simple facts and go, you know what? She's not a racist. She's not anti-immigrant. She's just making a statement that makes sense. Your opinion, NAACP, sounds like a racist organization to me. No kidding. Maybe, you know, maybe that would be the NAAAP. It should be the, the National Association for the Advancement of, how you say, all people. 454-1366. Your phone call's next. 454 454- 1366 Lee Brothers 820 WNTW If political talk radio makes you sick throw up with the Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW Patriots at theleebrothers.com as email address we'll promise to uh, to get to those as quickly as we can before the end of the show Patriots at theleebrothers.com check us out 820 the answer 820theanswer.com click on this caricature of the founding fathers and the Lee Brothers and uh, that'll take you right to um, three great videos. Spend some time learning about the trade, trade deficit, the truth on trade, all at 820theanswer.com, and socialism, the ills of it. Yes, there are ills. Of course, millennials think it's great. It's all cool. And students, sign a petition that bans professors who voted for Trump, including a faculty member, 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers takes you there. Pathetic is what it is. All right, coming up, Mike Pence's only problem. To the left as he's a husband. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW in the 530 in the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. You may try all you want, but it's too hard to argue with common sense. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Virginia citizens and American patriots, thanks for listening. On 820 WNTW, my name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother. Sitting to his left, sometimes his far left. Is Richard Lee. Somebody needs to be over here. You know, um, there are 
certain times in our lives where great Americans come along, and they're great people, they're great leaders. They're great politicians, and they're they're few and far between. Right, and they're good Christian men of good Christian character. Now, it used to be that when you said that, the people are like, yeah, that's a good thing. It is amazing to me how in today's culture that to be a good Christian man is somehow a bad thing today. And the press paints it this way. It's a rarity. Uh, you know, it's horrible to say that. It's it is so horrible to it's say that. It's crazy. Would you agree with me? It is a rarity. I, I, I bet you Mike Pence, you know, everyone's going to have someone give them too much change back or something. I bet you he's never thought to himself, hmm, bonus, and just shoved it in his pocket. I bet he's never done that. He's always given it. I bet you if you found anything in his background, anything, any skeleton, even an itty-bitty bug skeleton, if you found a tiny skeleton right. on the wall with this guy, I'd be amazed because he is he's clean as a whistle. And, they, and liberals hate it. They hate, here's hate, what, hate it. Here's what liberals are horrified. They're horrified to learn that Mike Pence – doesn't dine alone with women who aren't his wife or doesn't drink if she's not around. They're horrified by it. You know, I bet you his wife, his wife wouldn't have a problem with it. She totally trusts this gentleman, but he just doesn't do it because it just doesn't look right. It doesn't look right. And the left is horrified by it. I remember reading articles about how the left was horrified by Clinton. I mean, wait a minute. I never read one of those. So I guess it's okay the left is horrified because they can't catch him having dinner with someone. Even Why maybe, uh, maybe like a, this guy? A, How could this be a, a lady, problem? Maybe How he's having dinner a- with a, a lady minister, but they can't take pictures with the paparazzi and put a bunch of crap out there on tabloid saying Pence caught or some make up a bunch of lies. He's just not going to put himself in a position to get caught doing something that's totally Innocent, but have know. lies told about the man. I just want to know, and maybe someone liberal can call me, 454-1366. How can this be a negative on a man? Mike Pence's comments about this, and his wife's comments in this magazine that she was interviewed. The Washington Post apparently uh, interviewed Mrs. Pence, and she, that's how they found out about this. But Twitter is alive with hatred, disdain, anger, surprise, sarcasm, all about a man who says, look, I'm not going to eat with someone that's not my wife, and that's a problem? Where is our culture, America? Where's the idea that there are good, righteous men who are trying to do the right thing, and that's now bad and made fun of and mocked? Yeah, I am just you ask somebody like Bill Clinton, he would probably say, you know, the sky's the limit. I'll do right, anything, right, right. anything with a woman. And, and, liberals <laughs> and say, I have, I have. And liberals say that character doesn't matter. The problem here, I think, is that Mike Pence is a good guy. And when you find yeah, good guys, the left can't stand it. They call he's, him a freak show. Just like they call anyone who believes in truth, who believes in morality, who believes in Christianity, we are told today these are bad people. You know, you're not going to find someone on the left that's going to look at Mike Pence and go, you know, wow, I want to be like that guy. They're just not going to because they don't want to be like that guy. And they, this guy should be someone they all look up to, someone they would aspire to be like. The author of the uh, article about Karen Pence tweeted in support, tweeted, tweeted, 
That should be outlawed. On support of her article. So she just said, Mike Pence never dines alone with a woman, not his wife, nor does he attend events with alcohol without her by his side. That tweet has started an outrage by the American left. Now, those, when, those, are, those are his convictions, his morals, his ethics. Why, That's why? how he wants to live his life. So who are they to criticize him? Here's some of the comments. You know, if it, if it was reversed, if he said, yeah, I don't go to events with my wife ever if there's alcohol there because I want to get sloppy drunk and hit on women. If he said that, <laughs> it would be they'd fine. be saying, hey, I right. want to party with this guy. Exactly. That's right. That's Bill Clinton. Here, here's a tweet. Here's a tweet. <laughs> I want to party with this guy. Here's a response to the Twitter. This is from, I don't even know who this is. I'm not going to try to tell you who it is. Sincere question. How is this different from the extreme repressive interpretations of Islam, Sharia law, mocked, <laughs> mocked by people like Mike Pence? So, if, you know, if Mike Pence were to walk in the room to, uh, with a sack of rocks and start hitting people in the head, everyone that's in there without their wife drinking alcohol, that's Sharia law. Right. Mike you know, Pence says. That is so stupid. Mike Pence that's says. That's pathetically I, stupid. Mike Pence says, I am not going to eat with another woman who's not my wife, and you leftists compare him to Sharia law? How insanely stupid is that? That That is beyond stupid. That that just shows the level of stupidity on that side of the fence. When it, They know nothing about Sharia law. Here's another one from Commie Girl. <laughs> That's perfect. Quote, who knew... Commie Girl. Yeah. Wow, what a handle. Great name. Qu- quote, I want to party with Commie Girl. Commie Girl says this. Who knew Mike Pence had uncontrollable sexual compulsions so serious he can't be alone with a woman who's not his wife? Oh, wow. That is amazing. They spun it that way. It that is, is unbelievable. That is cra- That's incredible. I thought they would it, take I, it down time, that road. The whole time, I thought, How in the I, world? I thought it was a compliment to his wife, but it turns out it's a bad thing for him. Next, they'll say, and he can't stand to be around alcohol because he can't control himself. He'll have every bottle from the bar just turning them back. <laughs> Can you believe that's the Unbelievable. way the left... Unbelievable. I, I can't believe the way the left can't put two and two together. This is more about Oh, they can put two and two together, respect. but they get seven. This is... <laughs> this I mean, is more about his respect for his wife, you moron. It's totally about respect for his wife that's exactly, and their marriage. Exactly. It's that, not that that he, unbelievable. He's a good Christian man. He's got morals. He's He's got values. Thank God for Mike Pence. Mike no Pence, kidding. Thank you. Thank no you. kidding. Thank you for being a I great I hope he role laughed model. at Commie Girl. I hope he read that and busted out laughing. So Mike Pence is a monster. She must work for the uh, She must work for the Democratic Party. You know, spinning crap. Mark and Chester, you're on eight twenty WNTW with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the program. Hello, Mark. How are you there? Hung up. So I don't understand why Mike Pence... We lost you, Mark and Chester. So Mike Pence, let me just get this straight, is a monster for not dining privately with a woman that is not his wife. He can't control himself around women or alcohol. It's insane. That's why Trump chose him. That's why Trump picked him, because Trump can't either. Unbelievable. And what about not... So Mike Pence, again, to the left, is a monster because he doesn't booze it up at parties unless his wife's around. Mark and Chester, you're back with us on 820 WNTW. Welcome to the program. Uh, hi. I just wanted to say that uh, Mrs. Jackal, I'm, Jekyll was uh, saying that she's uh, promoting assimilation, but at the same time she's saying that English as a second language students need to be taken out of those classrooms. 
it, it doesn't make sense. No, what she's saying is, so your your interpretation is she wants the the kids that speak English to not be in the class where they're Spanish speaking kids because they or can't kids learn. who don't speak zero no. English. And I agree that kids that speak zero English should be in a special class and be taught English and be taught all of the academic programs in their native language. But according to what I was reading on the Richmond Times, there already are those. Uh, classes for when when the students are first starting out then why are they in these classes and they don't speak english i i they get moved the, over before they should she, have maybe but my point is that she's saying that she what her comment is is about assimilation but it's actually about segregation i think oh not at all are you seriously think she's a segregationist no <laughs> but she shouldn't have said it. It was a stupid comment. No, it wasn't a stupid comment. There's nothing wrong with the comment. She goes, look, if we're going to have people who are in the same class who don't think English can't, he can't talk to each other, that's a problem. It sounds like it's being, I don't think she meant anything evil by it. I don't think she meant anything disrespectful by it. And I think people are interpreting it in a completely different way than she, than she meant it to and, be. And, Mark, you think it's a problem why again? Oh. Because, no, 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 what I'm saying is she's saying that she's talking about assimilation, but assimilation would mean uh, incorporation. But she's talking about removing the English no, no, as a well, I think no, here, here's, here's the deal. She, what she's saying is it's on the immigrant's position to assimilate into a culture that learns English, regardless of how the school deals with it. She shouldn't, the kids should be incorporated into the classroom with english-speaking kids as soon as they're able to speak english and comprehend everything that's being taught she's not saying that that's what i think she's that's what i get from it she's not a segregist at all that's what i got from it mark I, I didn't say that i didn't say that she was a segregationist i said that her saying her redefining her comment as saying well this, what i'm talking about is assimilation that uh just it doesn't make any sense so you think she contradicted herself right got it yeah, I can, I can, I can uh, see where uh, that's coming from. I, but I still think she's Mark, she's pointing out Thank something so that's an issue in the Chesterfield County schools that need to be dealt that needs to be dealt with. And those kids, if they're not speaking good enough English to learn in the classroom, they need to be in a separate classroom where they learn English. The contradiction is not because she says that people need to assimilate is not a contradiction to say we can't have them in the same class because they can't communicate. That's not a contradiction. Right. No, they can't be in the class. If they can't communicate, they need to be in a separate right. class. Okay. 454-1366. Great call, Mark. Appreciate it. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. Ten minutes. That's it. Ten minutes and a black Sharpie budget crisis solved. The Lee Brothers, problem solvers on 820 WNTW. <laughs> I could embrace this. Da, da, da. Yeah, I could. I could embrace it too, I mean, depending on how programmable it is. Right. Well, if, if you can program it, I'm in, baby. Lee Brothers, eight twenty WNTW. Pooper scooper drone. Airborne pooper scooper. This this will uh, clean up dogs' poo. Your no, your own Air Force. <laughs> <laughs> Has infrared cameras. It can spot poop from a hundred feet in the air. A Dutch startup is uh, set to release a fleet of drones to combat the two hundred twenty million pounds of dog crap left in Netherlands street each well, year. Somebody's investing money in this business. It must be a big deal. in the Netherlands. They're going to fly pooper scooper, airborne pooper scoopers. Here's how it works: an aerial craft searches for animal waste, then sends a rolling robot to collect it. How do you know it's animal waste? 
You think there's oh, any well, wackos in the Netherlands that are going to uh, and test this I guess stuff? I'd take that up too. I don't know. Taking a little. Never mind. I'm not the going there. It's disgusting. <laughs> is set to use an aerial drone and a ground robot to clean up the dog garbage. Aerial They're going to call in ground troops. Aerial drone will detect feces. <laughs> I love that word. Here come the doo doo troops. Aerial drone will detect feces with cameras and thermal technologies. Feces. It creates a heat map of the location and transmits and the GPS coordinates to a ground robot that receives the coordinates and travels to the poop to scoop it up. So it's got to it's got to identify the poop before it cools down. On a cold winter night, that you know, I, I would I would expect to be proper. The feces will assume you know the temperature of the climate it's in very quickly in the winter time it might be a steaming pile when it first hits the ground that's disgusting but anyway this drone is going to have to spot it and then call in the ground doo-doo you know, troops as many people as i see walking around a neighborhood with a little plastic bag on their hand as their dogs that's taking their disgusting. human for a walk I, i'm amazed that people do this would be a hit i guarantee you people would want the pooper scooper you know, or or have kids. Kids are the designed to be the poopers. people are walking the dog on a leash. So why don't they just drag the dog out of? No, no. You know, no, the dog the dog finds a spot and assumes a position. If somebody's watching, you just drag them where they can't see you. Right. Well, <laughs> and you keep the glove on your well, hand. We all always said they're going to poop. I mean, that's who's walking who. The I'm rain sure. is going to wash it into the well, ground and turn it into thing. fertilizer. Thank you. Why do we have to pick it up? As long as you I'm know. not going to step in it, just let it sit in the. But who's walking it's here? It's like doo doo to doo doo, dust to dust. I mean, it's going to turn into fertilizer, and make your grass greener, maybe I'm, in certain I'm, spots. I'm but convinced the dog is taking the human for a walk every time I see this. Because if you can convince whoever's taking you for a walk to pick up your crap, it's the other way around. You remember you're when not, I took that dog for a not, walk on the leash when I was a kid on my bicycle? And it took you. That for didn't a walk. go over very well. No, it didn't. He spotted his spot, and off the bike I came. My point is the pooper scooper, the drone pooper scooper. Is coming to America very soon. We because I, I see too believe. much. I I don't imagine people like to put the plastic glove on and follow their dog to the neighborhood. I don't think that's a joy for them. I'm Can just you saying. imagine someone you go? Say you've got plenty of money, which you and I don't. But if, say you did, and you went to a meeting. These businessmen want to present a business idea to you, and it's an airborne and ground troop pooper <laughs> scooper. Ground troop. You know, and it's essentially artificial intelligence. You're right. You know, but it's got to go by smell. Thing, it's got to go by smell. They, they have remote control that. operators that are looking at the screen and say, oh, got one, got a turd. Right. What do they call it? I got doo-doo, doo-doo. Call in doo-doo. the troops. Call, call the in the ground troops. Get the troops going. And they played some battle music like in that uh, cry of the of some battle theme Damn. where the, the robots come in to get the poop and they attack it. My kind of technology. Disgusting. Pooper scooper. Lee Disgusting. Brothers 820 WNTW. Their solutions are so powerful that we should consider allowing a co-presidency. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. And that's a wrap. It's not an M&M wrap because we didn't have any M&Ms today. And it's, it's uh, I don't know whose fault it is, but I'll take the blame. Next week, there shall be peanut M&Ms in the house. I hope Word. so. Thank you. 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. There you'll find our... Uh, Shows archived by clicking on the Lee Brothers. Takes you to our podcast and three great videos of the day that I promise that you will like. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next Friday right here on 820 WNTW, The Answer. Have a great weekend. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. 
We made the city freer, and we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.